0: This is HPR episode two thousand one hundred and eighty four entitled GNU Orc Part five and is part of the series Learning Orc. It is hosted by BeEasy and is about forty minutes long. The summary is in this episode, I decide how to use regular expressions with orc. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get fifteen percent discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR fifteen. That's HPR 15
1: Good morning, Hacker Public Radio fans, or good evening or good night, whatever the case may be for you. This is Be Easy signing in once again, bringing you another episode of the GNU-AUK series. This is episode five, where we will be discussing, I guess it's just really me, I will be discussing regex in the GNU-AUK programming system. So... If you have any experience with regular expressions you can listen lightly and not pay that much attention because it is actually not that different to do regular expressions in GNU than it is to do in Perl or in SED or other um, languages Python, even C Sharp but if you are new to regular expressions don't be afraid, this can be a little intro to you for you to this uh really powerful tool for uh, being able to manipulate text I actually spend a lot of time searching and indexing text in my day job and so it is really interesting to me how to use these tools and i end up using it a lot of times to do other things um and just for home um so I'm not going to go into all the details of regular expressions because it is a really big topic, but I am going to go into a good amount of detail and bringing it uh, to bringing it to you all for the ex- explicit purpose of the awk tool. So some things may be different in other languages, but for the most part, you'll you'll be able to follow this in other places and see it the same. So. To start off with, why would you want to use a regular expression? Well, a regular expression is a way to f- find a match of uh, to a string of text without it having to be the exact match of text. So if you want to do something simple, like just replace one word or one letter or one group of letters with another group of letters, then you don't need to use regular expressions. You can just say, replace this with that. But if your pattern's are more tricky and you want to be able to match multiple things then regular expressions are a good thing that you want to match. And in this example we're going to be using our file1.txt that we have been using uh, all throughout the regex series, I mean, excuse me, the aux series but it really, um, these are just examples, they're simplified examples, sometimes if you see some of these, you'd say, well, why wouldn't I just use regular substitution instead or regular matching instead? And you're probably right. For simple cases, regular substitution is okay. But uh, but for what we're doing right now, it's important to see um, that you know these are just examples and, they, and it can get really complicated if you want to. So um, the syntax for regular expressions uh, in awk comes in two places. One is in well, it can come in more, but the two places I'm going to focus on right now are matching the rows that you want to present in the rest of your uh, in the rest of your equation. So the filter, and then also in some awk commands or some awk functions that you can use for substitution or matching. So for Doing that filtering, the sub, the syntax is the word or or the column that you're looking for in your in your data with the tilde sign, which on a U.S. Uh, keyboard is the character that is above the tab, but you have to press Shift to get to it. So that character, which is similar in, to what it is in, in Perl. So if you do, if if you know Perl, if you want to match something, you'll say tilde equals. Well, in awk, you just use tilde. And then after the tilde, you put in on both sides, uh, right uh, forward slash, which is the key next to the right shift on the American keyboard. And then that's how you match it, so if you're doing a regular filter you'd say word equals equals and then in parentheses the thing here you're going to say word tilde and inside of um, forward slashes your regular expression to do a negation it's similar to what you would do with um, with a regular filter instead of doing um, exclamation point equals you're doing exclamation point tilde so, for uh, not matching this regular expression would be word exclamation point tilde day forward slash the regular expression forward slash again and then space and then print whatever you know the, the rest of the way that we do inside of um, inside of um, curly brackets. So, from our file one.txt file, if we did something that said um, for example, dollar sign one till day inside of right uh, forward slashes p, and then inside of brackets elu, and then the second forward slash print zero print dollar sign zero, we would get a filter list of all the items that have a p. And then any, com- any one of the letters E, L, or U. And in our example data, we have apple, grape, plum, and pineapple, which have a P followed by an either an E, an L, or a U. And so that was an example. We're going to go into some of the details about how that example works. Um, another quick example is um, dollar sign two tilde and inside of four slashes e inside of curly braces two and then the second four slash print dollar sign zero we're going to do a similar thing but now we're going to be looking in column two for anything that has two e's next to each other print the whole line and we only have one example in that in this file because all the color green has two e's so what does all that mean? What are those squiggly braces and numbers and kind of random letters look um, mean? So you'll notice that if you ever look at regular expressions, like a really complex one, you'll just see a whole bunch. It might look like a, uh, a character every now and then that you recognize with a whole bunch of special characters all over the place. And if you are unfamiliar with regular expressions, it looks like gobbledygook. But there is actually a lot of meaning in that. So, to start with, let's go over some of these, um, characters. Um, there's, there's this term called an anchor. An anchor is, like, either a starting off point or an ending point of your, of your regular expression. So, if you do the carrot or the top hat or whatever you want to call that little mark, which is shift six on an American keyboard, uh, that symbol means the beginning of a line. So if you did, if you wanted to find in your search the beginning of the line P, so only the things that were the first letter on the line is a P, you'll use caret P. Uh, the inverse would be dollar sign, and so um, dollar sign means the end of the line. So if you're looking at dollar sign you're looking for the last letter on a line to match P and so you can have a whole bunch of other characters before that in, in your match but if you if you're if you're starting with the dollar sign if you're ending with the dollar sign that means that's the end of the line and so if it if you have a P in the middle of the line it won't be matching that it'll only be matching if you have the P at the end of the line the next uh, so sometimes you have um, the first letter Um, you might want to match is the beginning of a string. So skipping the white space, the first letter of the string. And that is backslash capital A. Alright, so backslash capital A P would say if the first letter in the string that I'm looking for is a P, then you have a good match. Uh, the inverse of that would be slash lowercase z, or so backslash lowercase z would be if the last letter, so if I did p backslash lowercase z, that would mean that the last letter of the string is the p. Another important anchor is the um, lowercase b, so the backslash lowercase b. You'll see a lot of times that, you'll have a backslash and, and a regular character that um, annotates what some of these either anchors or other special characters mean. And that's because there's only a, a finite amount of special characters on a, on a keyboard or in Unicode that are, or I guess really on the, on the keyboard. You can put them in Unicode if you wanted to, but no one would be able to access them. <laughs> um, so what they do instead is start using regular letters with a backslash in front of it to give it a new meaning. Um, so back, uh, backslash b is a word boundary. I use this one all the time. So if I'm if I want to just find the end of the word in my match, then I would do um, backslash b. Backslash b and backslash uh, z are different in that the end of a string would include like a period or some other character like that. Uh, Our comma, but backslash b would not I'm pretty sure that's right we'll just we'll just pretend that that's right if I'm not right and please uh feel free to correct me because I'm doing this kind of off top med uh if if that's not right so uh for so those are the the main anchors there are others, and I'm going to point you all to some resources at the end which goes into a lot more detail because who can remember all these things the first time they ever do it or even the 900th time they have used regular expressions so even now I still use some of these resources just so I can either check my regular expressions or to find something that I don't have or I'm missing Um, so there are some other characters so if I um, if I want to match characters there's some cool ways to do it So, obviously, if I just put in the character by itself, I'm matching that one character. Or if I put a a series of characters together, like ABC, then only when I find the term ABC will I find a match. But if I put inside of square braces, so let's, um, instead of saying ABC, ABCD, if I put inside of square braces A and D, that means if the character that I'm looking for is either an A or a D. So inside of square braces, any of the characters that you put in there without any other markings you're looking for any one of those characters so as we saw in our example above when we did um when we're looking for p and inside of square brackets e l u it doesn't matter what order e l and u go and i just like to use um, alphabetical order because it makes it easier but it doesn't matter what the order is you're going to be matching a P with either an E or an L or a U. If I didn't have the square braces, I'd have to match exactly P E L U. So, what if I, instead of, um, so in our example down here in, in my show notes, um, square brackets A D, if I didn't want to match just the characters A D, but I want to match A B C D, I can either just type A B C D inside of the square brackets or I can use the the dash or the hyphen, whatever you want to call it, between A and D. So A dash D, kind of like how it looks, means A to D or A through D. So that would match A, B, C, D. So a lot of times what you'll see is A dash Z, which is any letter A through Z. On the other hand, if you had A capital A dash capital Z, you'd be matching uppercase letters. So I'm not gonna go into the the case too much i'm gonna save that for um maybe um maybe Dave can cover that but in general um regular expressions are case sensitive as they you would expect they would be because there's so many various variations of of strings that if it was case insensitive, one it wouldn't be very precise and two it would take up more resources um but anyway, going back to where I was. So inside of square brackets, once again, sometimes you don't want to match something. Sometimes you want to not match something. And so if I put after the opening square bracket, if I put a caret, that means not in this context. Why do, do they not stay consistent and use it and use a um, exclamation point here? I don't know, but that's what they do. <laughs> so it would be consistent to say uh, exclamation point but instead we say caret so if i say open bracket caret a, a to a-d close bracket that means not the character's a to d so i don't want to match the, i want to find any words that or any character that is not one of those four so there's some other characters that we can match or so backslash w is any word So anything that's not a white space character. Backslash backslash S is any white space character. So that includes the tab character, the um, space... I think it includes... I don't think it includes new line. No. Um, But any, any white space character. Backslash D... Is any digit. So you could do inside of square brackets 0-9 but a shorter way to do it is just backslash D and that matches any digit. Um, so there uh, if you want so all those uh, backslash W S and D if you do the capital version of it it's a negation. So I want if I want to match if I want to match any non-white space character, I do backslash capital S. If I want to match any non-digit, then I do backslash capital D. And if I want to match any non-word character, then I do backslash capital W. Uh, and those kind of make sense. Um, there are some other boundaries and some other um, special characters. I will, like I said, refer you to the to the references if you want to get more detail, but you know, we have so much time. So let's go to um, the next thing, which is there are some, there is a standard. I think it's been talked about on each bear before. There's a standard way of building um, software. The standard is called POSIX and there is a POSIX, compliant or POSIX standard way of referencing a lot of those characters that either grep or PCR grep or set or awk might use a different way of doing it. Most of them also accept the the POSIX standard way of doing it. So I have them here in the show notes. We have alnum to match any alphanumeric character. It's similar to slash um, capital S kind of. So any non-space. So we can do um, all these have like a square bracket on both sides and inside the square bracket. uh, Square brackets either open and close. There is a colon. So it goes square bracket colon whatever the phrase is or whatever the word is colon uh, close square bracket. So alnum is alphanumeric. Alpha, like it sounds, is alphabetic. Blank is tab and space, so square bracket, colon, blank, colon, close square bracket. That matches any of the white space characters like space and tab. Um, Colon, T-N-T-R-L colon, square bracket is any control character. Um, Digit is another one that's just like the backslash D. Uh, Graph is another one which are for both printable and non-print um all characters that are both printable and visible so a space is printable but not visible whereas an A is both printable and visible so it's kind of like slash W um slash lower so matching any lowercase character so we have print, which is just principal characters. doesn't matter if it's visible or not. Punct, which is any punctuation characters, which is a great one to be able to say not punctuation if or if you want to match punctuation to nothing to get rid of punctuation. That's a great one to use because a lot of times you just want to get the dot out of there. Um, space is another one to get rid of Space, tab, form, fee, form feed, and some others. You can go into the POSIX standards to look up all these things to get more detail. Upper, like it sounds like it's any upp- uppercase character, and x-digit to match characters that are a part of the hexadecimal system. So, what are those 16 characters? Um, What is that? Uh, zero through nine, and then A, B, C, D, E, F. Yes. So now that we can say, okay, I'm matching one of these characters, how can I say matching multiple of these characters? So that's where quantifiers come in. So if I want to match just one D, I just put D, but if I want to say match D one or more times, I will use the plus character. So matching d plus would say would match a d a d d a d to like 25 d's um using the asterisk matches zero or more times so it doesn't have to find it but if it does find it it, it, it so asterisk is basically wildcard anything um the next character is the question mark, question mark means zero or one time. So if I want to, if I'm looking to see a lot of times I'll, I'll use this one, um, not necessarily in awk, but in other cases, if I'm looking for, um, matching tags in HTML, I'll do like, um, the start of the tag, um, like, and then put a slash, like a forward slash with a question mark next to it and then div and then close the the, um, the tag. And that way it'll find the beginning div and it'll also find the slash div at the end. Um, so that's a good one to know. Um, inside of curly brackets, uh, curly brackets, inside of curly brackets, any number means match this thing that many times. So if I say, so if I don't want to say match D one or more times but I want to match it only twice like we saw in the example above when we matched E exactly two times we put E curly bracket two other curly bracket if we want to say if we want to match it two or more times instead of one or more times so maybe one time we don't want to find but if it's two or more we want to find the match to that letter we would put inside of curly brackets N comma then nothing and then curly bracket. If I want to say between 2 and 6 times it would be inside the curly brackets 2 comma 6. So 2 comma nothing is 2 or more 2 comma 6 would be 2 to 6. If I said comma if I open the curly brackets and said nothing comma 6 that would be 0 to 6 times. I know it's a lot (laughs) <laughs> but we're getting through it like i said at the beginning regular expressions is a lot of uh information but even if you just get the basics down it's really helpful in a lot of things and, and as you get the basics down and you do that and you start to have use cases for this you'll find reasons to do more and more and um, some of the resources i'm going to point you to not only will help you build regular expressions, but will also test them, and also show you how to um, use, um, show them how they work. So kind of like a explain inside of there. It'll explain what your regular expression that you just wrote means. So you can put um, a, a group of items together in a match, and to do that, you need to use um, square I mean, round braces, which is parentheses. So if I put in um, the word foo inside of inside of a parentheses, that means I want to match the entire word foo. Um, but if I put a pipe and then put bar after the pipe, so inside of parentheses, I put foo, pipe bar that means foo or bar so I'm going to be matching in this entire text every time I see foo or bar I'm going to be able to match that um, some other things that um, and, and in other places now I don't think awk can really do it but a lot of times what you'll do in like sed or pcre grep which is an extension of grep like a parl extension of grep what you'll do is you'll say I'll want to match foo, instead of matching foo or bar, you'll put foo in parentheses, and then you'll put bar in parentheses. And so if I want, and then if you wanted to, so say I want, if I had, every time I found foo bar next to each other, I wanted to say bar foo instead, you would be able to say matching foo, matching bar, and then in the substitution, put bar first and put foo later. We'll get to that. And later on, if we have to, I think we might have already done it and said. Um, but basically, you're going you're gonna to use the the references to what's inside of those parentheses by number and say, well, th- that one's the first one, that one's the second one, that one's the third one, and be able to switch them all around or exclude some of them, and that way you you can you can do cool things with. That's where a lot of the stuff really gets cool is when you're either not just for matching, but when you're replacing and that leads us right into the next topic which is replacement in in awk so sometimes you'll have a document and every time you see one thing you want to replace it with another or you want to add text to it to, to either denote that it's special or whatever your use case might be there's a lot of reasons why you might want to replace something in text the functions for that in AUK are sub, G sub and Gensub. And I'm not really gonna go into Gensub. Um you can read about it. But sub and G sub are pretty commonly used. Sub is just substituting the first match that you find um, with whatever you're gonna whatever the replacement string is. G sub is replacing every match that you find in a string. So when I say Um, So it's kind of different in awk than it is in sed, where your string might be really, really big in sed because it might be like an entire document. Um, But in awk, we're really only talking about in this column that I'm looking at right now. So if only in column three, um, for some made-up data, there were three matches to your regular expression sub would only replace the first time it found that match g sub will replace all three times Um, and so another special character that you that will run into in replacement is the ampersand so the ampersand which is the shift seven um means the matching text so that's similar to other languages. Like I know it's the same in, in Vim. If you're doing a Vim replacement, you can use that as well. Um, but the idea is if I wanted to say, I'm looking for this text and I want to, re- I don't want to just replace the text, but I want to augment the text. I want to say, say put the, something before the text, I'll put whatever I want to put before the text and then ampersand. And then it'll, instead of substitu- instead of substituting, that's the other way you do it. Say you have the word foobar and want to replace foobar with bazbar. You would match foobar, foo FU, and then b, whatever. And then instead of doing it, instead of having to say in your in your substitution foo again, you can just say ampersand and then AS, az and then it'll, it'll do what it needs to do. hope that makes sense. I hope i am explaining that Adequately, but we'll have an example in a second to see how that works. All right, so the replacement um, here's here's one example. So in our file one dot txt file, um, if I did oh the the, the syntax, so inside of uh, inside of the curly braces, so if I've already done a filter inside of the curly braces. I'm gonna do sub and then open parenthesis so everything that we're substituting is gonna happen inside of parentheses, Similar to how a lot of um, programming languages do functions where right after the function name, you have an opening parenthesis and then you will have some arguments that are separated by commas. And that's what we have here. So for sub and g sub is um, sub, and then the first argument is the regular expression. The second argument is the replacement. And the third argument is what you wanna replace. And there's an optional fourth argument, I think. Let me see. Yeah, I think there's an optional fourth argument, which is starting from where. That's, That's common in a lot of languages, so. Let's see, I'm in the official documentation. Uh, no, it's just the target. So sub, so it's a like regular expression replacement and then the target. And you can have multiple targets, but um, that's what it is. And oh, and if you did, if you didn't put a target. So if you like right now in my example, I going to put a target, but if you don't put a target, it'll do it everywhere in your entire file in all the rows in all the columns so I have in my example sub and inside of uh, right slashes apple so every time I find apple replace it with nut inside of inside of um, um, double quotes comma dollar sign one so I'm going to only do this every time in column one do I see the word apple replace it with nut and then I put, a, a after the close um, parenthesis, colon, print dollar sign one, which means print column one. So I'm looking in column one and I'm printing column one. You could do a substitution on column one and print column three, but that would be kind of a waste of time because you're never gonna see column three. But you could also do a print on col- column zero, which is all columns. And that would, so you'd see everything but you'd only make the changes in column one. So once again, if I didn't have that dollar sign one inside of my substitution as as the last argument, it would look everywhere in the file and replace apple with nut. And so the output of that is going to be after name, you're going to have nut and then you're going to have another nut later on. And then the last one you're going to have pine nut because it replaced pineapple with pine nut. So that's once again like I said at the beginning, you know that's a a time where we didn't have to use a regular expression, but we did it's not really a regular expression but you know we we could have done a simpler way to match now this next example is not uh that's not the case so here in this example i'm I do inside of curly braces um s- sub inside of inside of um parentheses. And, and then inside of the, the four slashes, I have dot, which I think I covered. Did I cover dot? Hmm, I didn't cover dot. Let me add it right now. So dot is matching any character. <laughs> Let me add that to my notes here too, while I'm here. Match any character. Oh yeah, see? Match any character with a dot then plus, so any character one or more times and then inside of parentheses pp pipe rr close parentheses so I'm, I'm looking for any any character one or, uh, one or more times followed by either two p's or two r's and then close that forward slash so that's the regular expression is always inside of the four slashes. So after the four, regular expression is over, comma. Inside of double quotes. Oh, that's my phone. That's funny. Um, inside of double quotes, test dash ampersand. Then close, close the double quote, comma, dollar sign one, and then close the parentheses again, semicolon, print, sign one. So you can tell right now going from the back, from the end up, we're going to only be printing column one and we're doing and our target is also column column one. We're going to be doing a substitution of any characters that come before then either a PP or an RR. So that's our matching case. We're going to write test, the word T-E-S-T, dash, the, the thing that was matched, which was that word. Um, so in our example here, with file1.txt, if we run this on file1.txt, we'll get test-apple, because apple has pp in it. Um, that sounded funny. Going Moving right along. Then there's banana without a test in front of it, but then there's test-strawberry, because strawberry has rr in it and then grape, and then test-apple again, and then plum, kiwi, potato, and then test-pineapple, because once again, pineapple has two p's in it. So as you can see, uh, the ampersand here is being turned into the the matching text. Now say I wanted to just put test-ampersand. Well, I have to use the, the make use an escape character which is the backslash so instead of this thing in that second part that second argument test dash ampersand it would say test dash backslash ampersand and that tells awk or a lot of um, regular expression readers that the character that is usually a special character right here just make the character here instead so that works with all all of those special characters that we use that are used as anchors or Or, or special digits or anything. So if I just want to put a period, I put a backslash period. All right. um, So that is all I'm going to go in. We're already here over a half hour, and I don't want this to go any longer because you know people have other things to do with their lives, right? You guys can't be listening to my voice all day. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to let Dave take it from here and give you some more details. And also, I'm going to point you to some resources that I use all the time when I'm working with regular expressions. And so, um, and these are generic ones. There's also some other places if you want specific regular expression details for either Vim or Perl or Python or Java or C Sharp. Some of these have slightly, variation, So you might have to go to their specific documentation for it, but the resources I use all the time, number one is regex101.com. Is it .com? It is, yeah, regex101.com. It's a way to test your regular expressions and also does a, um, a description of what your regular expression says. So if you have some example text that you, you can copy and paste it into the the text part and then you can copy and paste your regex into the top part or just write it in there. And you can do your variables like global. So instead of doing G sub, it'll just be that and put a G in the at the end in the last field. And then it'll explain to you what is being matched and how it's being matched. And it's a really great resource. But it's kind of a lot. Like it has a lot of buttons and a lot of different ways you can look at it. If you want something simpler, there is Regexer, which is Regexer.com. It's a more, it's very similar to reg, Regexer.com, but it's a Regex One Hundred One, but it's it's more simple. Um, another good resource is uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this, but I think it's Grimoire or Grimoire.com. So www.grimoire.com, which is G R Y M O ira.com slash unix slash awk.html but if you want to just go back a level and just go up to the unix he has a lot of cool stuff so a lot, his, his sed and awk tutorials are like standard they're referenced all the time for how to understand these things um, the next one I want to point you to is the official GNU AUK um, user guide which is at https dot colon slash www gnu.org slash software slash gawk slash manual slash html node slash regexp html. You'll see it in the show notes. But yeah, the f- official GNU AUK a lot of uh, both my notes and Um, I'm pretty sure Dave's notes have come directly from here, or at least the topics have come directly from here. This is a great place to find it. I've also run into a cool article on on TechMint about using awk, so you can also check that out. They don't go into too many details on regular expressions, but um, it's also a good resource. Um, But that's um, just about it for me on this episode of Hacker Public Radio stay tuned for more bye
0: you've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at HackerPublicRadio.org we are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday Monday through Friday today's show like all our shows was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself